Welcome to Champagne Sunday. I'm Lori. I'm Bonnie. I'm Beth. And we're going to talk about life after divorce. And living the best the life. And the life you love. Yes, living the life you love on that other side. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome. In this new life that we have found ourselves in, what does balance look like to you? That's a good one. I think that's good. Does I that think everybody we'll wants that balance? You yeah. crave it, but maybe it's maybe it's not so easy if you have to think about it, like your example. Yeah, or like even knowing what that means anymore. Well, right. or or realizing when you're completely out of whack. Yeah. Exactly. When you're unbalanced, how do you... So many times I feel like people talk about work-life balance in terms of being with a partner, like in terms of being with a full-time partner. But it's easier to have work-life balance when you're you're with a partner partner. because you have somebody to pick up your slack. Right. Well, and you have somebody else to focus on. You can rely on When you're alone, you don't have somebody picking up slack. You're doing everything. You know, for instance, I do theater. Well, for the longest time, when I would have late-night rehearsals, and I mean, you know... My job requires me to be at my workplace until like 12 at night, 1 o'clock in the morning sometimes. Yeah. Well, in the past, you know, I would have somebody there to keep my child mm-hmm. until I got home. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't exist anymore. So the when I have my child now, when I have to be at work till 1 o'clock, I have to figure that out. Right. And luckily so far, it's been, you know, fine but this is just the very beginning so I'm sure I'm going to encounter you know issues there at some point but like I'm going to have to figure that out that's just one of the things it means not to have a partner when you're trying to figure out that work-life balance so or when I had was in a relationship I found that my I was spending more time looking forward looking into the future and all of this energy on this relationship and not balancing everything else that was going on in my life but didn't realize it at the time right. mm-hmm. and I think not just in relationship perspective because I have done the relationship thing where I want to spend every weekend every available minute with the person that I wanted to be with so I would you know find you know every other weekend my child would go to her dad's but in the meantime weekend I would have to figure out what I was going to do with the child so that I could see this person but mm-hmm. as far as work though now I feel like I'm so work oriented now that I don't really have anybody in a relationship that I, I spend way too much time doing work things and maybe like my house suffers you know my house suffers Housework is the first thing. <laughs> I still yeah, give attention to my child because I have to feed her, I have to get her places, I have to have, you know, whatever she needs for her uniform, for cheer, for, you know, all the extracurricular activities, making sure all that's done. But I feel like my now that I don't have a partner, my work gets the majority of my attention. Mm-hmm. Besides my child, I mean it's it's a struggle between my child and my work, my child and my work. But you know, like you said, if I'm not going to be there and I'm traveling, I have to figure out who's going to pick her up or mm-hmm. what she's going to do after school. So 
summer's hard to figure out what they're doing. As far as balance oh, goes. Oh, summer is so... Yeah. Summer's the worst, especially when they can't, like, stay at home alone. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've got all the old kids, so it yeah. doesn't... But, you know, balance is... It's children. It's our social life, which Champagne Sundays okay. has been yes. really big for me to keep me social. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, work. Mm-hmm. Uh, spiritual life. I yeah. mean, we have got all of these areas. And for us, a big part of what we have to balance is also time to be creative. You're fortunate, Lauren, yeah. because that, you can be creative. Job. That is right. your job to be creative. Right. Yeah. And Beth and I are having to figure out how to make sure that we're that it's not being pushed to the wayside all the time. Because mm-hmm. as a creative person, if you're not being creative, mm-hmm. then it's you feel kind of lost. Like well, things I feel don't like feel I'm right. Completely out of balance. If I don't stitch, I know it sounds crazy, but if I don't stitch, even if it's sinking one stitch in a day, mm-hmm. if I don't stitch, the days that I don't stitch, something is off. Like, every, you know, it just throws everything off. And, you know, I put my painting aside to stitch and to work. Work, mm-hmm. you know, working my kids. Well, what, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but, like, I... If you don't see a therapist, we all, I think we probably yeah. all do. But we like, all are so, definitely pro. I will, yeah. I will yeah. never, I will never not see my therapist. Um, it just sets me right every time I go. But this, this latest time that I saw her, we talked about um, how, how my life right now needs to be a sunshine with different rays. And that the different rays are the different aspects like you were talking about. That you have, you have your boyfriend, you have your kid, you have your job and then your activities your friends friends that you haven't seen in a long time or that you neglected those relationships because of everything else that was going haywire in your life to to reach back out and make sure those are being cultivated um and then things like health and wellness and like yeah your home and making it like all of those have to be equally established you can't give a whole lot more to one than you're giving to another or your life just gets right crazy and i'm really bad about that about not doing some of those well, things well i so. think when you're in the middle of chaos yeah at the end of your marriage and the divorce and you're waiting through your separation and you're waiting for your court date and you're waiting for your deposition and yeah wait and it's so it is much really waiting. hard to stay focused on yourself. It's like purgatory. And your health. Yeah. And eating right and walking or whatever you're doing, working out. And then also, you know, that as Southern women, we're taught to put everybody else ahead of ourselves. Right. So that's a very hard cultural norm to go against. Um, and, you know, that's probably one of my worst things. I would rather do something for somebody else than to realize that hey I might need a little help and I might need you know oh asking for help oh asking for help is a big it I can't it is I mean I there are some things I, I we may have spoken about this before the three of us have definitely talked about this or at least you and I have that like there are just things you have to do on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I had a party last weekend, and I needed to change out some light bulbs. And I I got on the stool, and it was too short for me. And I was like, I'm going to have to call somebody. I was like, no, I'm not. No, oh, I'm not. I I'll get back on the stool, things, and I'm going to go, go gadget that arm, and yeah. I'm going to get it done. <laughs> yeah. And I got yeah. it done because I thought, I can't. i got to figure this out. So that, uh, anyway, that was 
But I think it's. I think it's also. But sometimes you do. Sometimes you have to. You have to have your community. You have to put yourself first. My grandmother. When I was becoming a nurse, my grandmother, who was a hillbilly from Pinsley, used to tell me, "You can't nurse somebody else if you're not taking care of yourself first." Mm -hmm. And you know, when I was young, I thought that's ridiculous. But as I get older, I realize that's so wise. As a single mom, if you do not take care of your health and you do not do some things for your your health, well-being, sanity, those things that make you feel like a person, like a true person, mm-hmm. then, then you can't you can't take care of your kids. No. You can't be good at your job. You can't help other people. You you know, so you do have to ask for help. And I think having a therapist has I. I did not want to do that for a long time but really having somebody else's perspective because you know there's that saying you can't see the forest for the trees when you're in the middle of it no you need that other person especially when you start to think wait am i crazy like is all this me is everything crazy and then you you talk to an objective person who's who's like no you're absolutely not crazy like this is this is what is happening it's it's super helpful I think a lot of women get stuck in that. Yeah. And I think a lot of certain types of men will make you feel like you're crazy so that they don't have to admit that they've had a girlfriend or done anything or spent your money or, you know, the marital money or any of that or had a drink when they weren't supposed to or hiding stuff. I mean, I think that's how they keep you off balance. If they keep you off balance, you can't fight back you can't take up for yourself and you can't move forward right well and coming out of relationships like we did we were damaged in a way that we did not necessarily love ourselves fully and how can we give of ourselves because we're all givers Mm -hmm. you know we all want you're a nurse and we're educators so it's it's just a part of who we are but Mm -hmm. how can we give the best of ourselves when we can't even see the best of ourselves so taking care of our of of our own person and our own hearts give lends us more to give to our people Mm -hmm. i think that's true i think i think that's a good point but i think as women especially in the south you don't it takes a while to get to the point where you see that that's valid Mm -hmm. oh yeah you're so used to putting your kids and your husband first well, and that was a huge distraction. And that was a huge distraction for me. I didn't want to see what was going on in my house. I did not well, want to have to acknowledge my I, alcoholic I husband. I don't know if it's women in general or if it's specific to Southern women, but we're. I think at least I am pretty quick to go. What am I doing wrong? What's the matter with me? Yes, like, exactly. Like what? What can How I be did fixing? I lead to this problem? When people who I've been with in the past certainly don't have that kind of self-reflection, you know. Well, that's okay. Now, is everybody familiar with Twilight? You know, my yeah, library, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, and and Edward is so astonished that he sits there and tell, tells Bella he can hear everybody else's thoughts, and she's like, well, what's wrong with me that you can't hear mine? And he's like, wait, I just tell you I'm a freak vampire who can hear thoughts, and you want to know what's wrong what's with wrong you? With you? <laughs> Where are the what's wrong with me when yeah. people are throwing the fact that they've got issues in yeah. their face? We look at ourselves and go, why? What's wrong with me? And so that I just I have yeah. always thought that that scene was a, very reflective. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That could be a whole other. Yes. Well, 
All right, so your rays of sunshine. So are they supposed to all be equal, even? I, yes, they're supposed to be even. It's so we're supposed, supposed to you're supposed to balance. It's, it's not, not a just so one it's ray is not everything. supposed to be humongous half your so sun. I'm so part of my assignment <laughs> before my next session is to fill is to make my rays and fill in my blanks. Okay. Yeah. And I and now I have been much more cognizant of it since we articulated it. But I am going well, I think to we all should make, make a sunshine and I, fill in I am our actually blanks. going to make a physical sunshine. That's cool. I think All that right. is cool. All right. So well. we need to know what are your rays. Oh, that's true. We'd have to define. Yeah, but I make. I swear, I make that list two or three times every year. The list of oh, yeah. um, how am I going to improve my health? How am I going to improve my mental health? Um, what am I doing to improve my spiritual health? How well, am I being a better mother? How am I being a better friend? Like I go through all of. How am I being creative? What am I doing with my money? How yeah. am I taking care of my house? Like, like I've got like seven or eight areas that I'm always looking at going, How, I, what am I doing? I think to for me, because I don't, I'm not someone who has a lot of downtime. I'm that's really true. Not. No, you really. But when I have a lot of downtime, I have a lot of it. And right now, I'm kind of in that moment of downtime between big projects. And it does make me go, okay, because I'm not a time waster and I'm not a sitter. Right. I don't, that, in, generally, I'm on my feet a lot and I'm doing things. It does make me go, what am I doing with my day? Like, what what kind of things am I going to devote my time to today? You know? So, and it helps to, but for me, like, I can get sucked into things like watching television or, like, playing the piano or something like that. It can feel like a, a waste of time when really, no, it's not. That's part of what my creativity and my artistry is about. So I Well, and I think that as, as being that, yeah. a creative person, we all have to have some dormant yeah. downtime so that then we can burst forth again and that that, with this and that creativity. And that's okay for that to be one of those yeah. rays. So. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think scheduling things is also very helpful. Because yeah. we have, like, I, if I know I can count on Sundays, it's just the rare Sunday that one of us can't make it. Right. That we have to cancel. But I can count on us being together on Sundays. Well, I can count on church always happening on sun, on mm-hmm. Sundays as well. I can count, you know, having other friends that I've scheduled, that we schedule once a month dinners with. So part of, if I can schedule my week and set reminders, then I, I, feel, like, I feel like I can hit more rays. Yeah. And make sure I'm hitting my rays. I am the kind of personality type that overscheduling stresses me out, but I recognize that I have to because I'm a mom. Yeah. And more than anything else, that's what that's what dictates my schedule. That's true. That's true. Because you have have a little. Yeah. Yeah. So I do. I miss having a little. But that's all right. Next schedule. All right. Anything else to add? Are we done? Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you next week, girl. See you next week. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Cheers.